are live. We are live. Hey, Facebook. It's Angie and Renee. You are not Renee. <laughs> <laughs> she is sitting in for our sister Renee. She is at home. She is taking a break. And we are back with Esquire early. Yes. Yes. Thank you for being back again. We had so many people who were um, really excited um, to see you. Um, and so we want to do it again. Let's do it again, baby. Let's do it again, baby. Yeah. So you know that we always, um, you know, we always start with a wow factor. Um, and uh, I wow factor. I know we're live, but I want to share it with my Facebook page. So how do I do that? I'm going to have to teach me again. Did you send me a link, or do I have to go to you? I'll send it to you. Okay, look, I was gonna send it to you. I don't know how to do it. Never mind, I found you, so I'm gonna share it. I found you. Okay. okay. Part two. Part two. There we go. Okay. Got it. All right. All right now. All right. So Esquire is going to share our wild factor today. So go ahead and um Give it to us. Sure. So my name is Casey Early, criminal defense attorney from Early Law Firm. So my wow factor is uh, we've been on a road trip for the past almost week and a half now. Um, it's a 30-day month, uh, 30-day long road trip. And we stopped in North Carolina, Georgia, all the way up to Philadelphia. But one thing that struck me is odd, each state that we went to, we would participate in the protests. So we were in the suburbs in Philadelphia, outside of uh, Philadelphia, it's called Roxborough. And as I was driving, I saw a group of white people protesting Black Lives Matter, justice and equality for all. And I quickly made a U-turn because um, I was quite surprised, but pleased. And I was the only minority in a Black Lives Matter equality justice protest. So that was a wow factor for me because if you are solely looking at uh, the media and CNN, you're gonna think that there's a bunch of looting going on and a bunch of protesters who are just causing destruction and majority black, but it is reaching across all age groups, all lines, young, old. So to me, it was wow. And we had a, a small discussion about why they were out there. And one of the um, protesters, an elderly woman, she said, she had to be in her late 80s. Oh, wow. She said, enough is enough. And to me, that oh. said it all. So that was yeah. wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, enough is enough. I thought that's right. Yes, she did. Right. Yes, she did. And so, okay. So you said that we are on a road trip. Who is we? We are my entire family. So every year we take an annual road trip. Um, but this year is different because it's not just, you know, business as usual. We are actively stopping in um, different states along the East Coast and we're participating um, in the protest. So I have four children ages 15, 9, 8, and 6, I think. 11. <laughs> I got four kids, okay? Right. 11, 14, 9, 15, 9, 6. So I'm engaging my children in this protest. They're the younger generation. They have more energy than we do, but they have the fight. 
unfortunately, um, our generation and the generation before didn't complete the job. This is an ongoing fight. This is an ongoing battle, but we will continue to fight. So I, I actually explained to the kids, I was on um, Black Lives Matter Plaza today, formerly known as 16th Street, right? Okay. okay. It was a beautiful thing to see. But I don't want us to just be um, happy and glorify in simple paint on the wall and the changing of a street. Because you know what they do with all the MLK avenues and streets throughout the America. They trash it, right? Not just. Right. So it's one thing and it's a nice gesture to have the streets remain Black Lives Matter. But let's truly care about the lives, um, effectuate change, and just uh, move forward in this agenda for equality and justice. So I was excited about that. I literally just got back from DC about a half hour ago. Right, right, yeah. So what was the atmosphere? Oh, and before I ask you that, um, everybody make sure that um, if you have any questions or anything like that, post them, um, put them in the comment section. Um, we are watching. Um, so we did want to give the opportunity for some questions and some answers. So make sure that you all are doing that. And please tag and share. Start a watch party. Everybody can see. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Tell a friend, like when you were down there. Okay, good question. So um, the crowds weren't as big as they were. Uh, it's starting to dwindle off. Uh, specifically because George Floyd was laid to rest. Um, some people decided to move their efforts from being on the streets to um, uh, making change. So starting the groundwork of moving forward with this agenda. Um, it was very peaceful. I did notice a lot of destruction, especially to some of the government buildings like the Department of Veteran Affairs building. Uh, I took some pictures of it. I'm gonna share it on my Instagram once we get everything situated, but it was vandalized obviously. But the good thing about it, there were a lot of nonprofit organizations as well as for-profit organizations. They were given out, here's a sample, bag. It's a Ziploc bag. And mm -hmm. Ziploc bag, what's important is this was a sticker and it said um, this particular organization was hand in hand as a nonprofit organization uh, coupled with the New Bethel Baptist Church. But it said that if you or someone you know is arrested, please contact your local NAACP chapter. Wow. They supplied um, water, apples, and protein bars. Like these nonprofit organizations really want the protesters out there to be comfortable, to be fed, and to continue the fight because okay. this is not for the weary. This fight is not for the weak. This okay. fight. Those who will endure to the end. Can I get an amen? Oh, girl, you better preach it, girl. <laughs> I thought this was a good gesture. Let me tell you something. Um, it, it they passed it out to the kids. I even got my Twinkie bar. I'm gonna tear that up later. But <laughs> it was just really um nice to just see different groups out there. There were various local, um, local and international um, broadcasters and news reporters out there reporting. So this is being broadcast throughout the world. There was someone that I, she was from Thailand. She flew all the way here just to broadcast in front of the White House. We were in front of the White House a little bit. And then we stood on Black Lives Matter as well as um, they painted something a little south of Black Lives Matter sign, defund the police. And there's a lot of misconceptions out there about what defund the police mean. And I can go into detail in that if you like. 
I was getting ready to say, can you please explain? <laughs> okay, so a lot of people think defunding the police means do not fund them at all and we won't have police and we'll just have anarchy. Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, as bad as the officers are, you do want police officers. So this is not what this fight is about. We're not saying let's do away with the police, defund the police, let's just um, police ourselves. Absolutely not. I want to be able to call 911 when I am in need. The problem is, especially in the black community, when we call 911, we end up being the ones that are killed, that are hurt, that are harassed. And um, it's no longer we're calling you for help. We're afraid to call you. And that is the problem. So when they say defund the police, they're not saying take away all of the financial resources. Um, we know that our taxpayer dollars pay for the police department, but the police department also receives grants and millions of dollars. Rather than utilize the, that um, money to fund the police department, how about diverting those funds to after school activities for the youth so they can actually have things to do? Or how about diverting those funds into um, teaching these officers how to communicate with people of different cultures. I am black. Yes. And I talk loud. And when I do this, am I a threat to you? So when you understand my culture, maybe you won't pull your trigger to kill me. How about why are you pulling your trigger anyway? Don't you got a taser? Okay. So when we say defund the police. We do. We want the police. We just want to be. We don't want to be afraid to call the police. We want to call the police, knowing that you will do your job. Okay, so yeah, it's on there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reform. Mm -hmm. reform. So, is she's that? Isn't that more reform of the police? That is part of it as well. Because when you defund the police, obviously you're taking some resources to financial fund them. You're taking some of the financial resources, but police reform is another aspect. I'm glad you asked that question because you want to reform what it is right now. You want to change um, because obviously it hasn't worked all these years. They just haven't started killing Blacks. They just haven't started profiling Blacks. They've been doing it. And the problem is when they start to profile them and then they make their arrest, then they take their cells into the courtroom and they continue to lie by falsely testifying against my client. So we have to find some morally and ethically uh, trained officers, but you can't even teach morals. That is a hard thing. And if these right. officers don't have the heart, you are in the wrong profession. If you are a scary cat, you are in the wrong profession. Why are you saying that you were scared and afraid for your life and you don't want the gun on your hip? So right. if that's that will, we definitely need police reform. We need criminal justice reform. We need prison reform. It's a lot of yeah. things that we have to do. So we're not just marching for George. We're not just marching for Brianna. We're marching for all the black men that died, black women that died, and that the uh, the black and brown women that's going to die in the future. Because this is not going to stop overnight. So right. get that reform going. I don't have. I didn't bring my posters in here. I want to show you some. I have some good ones. Check out my Instagram. Give me about three days. I'm okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I should have copyright some of my mine. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, good. I'm giving you one for your listeners. Listeners, listen up. For all of you all who are wearing those t-shirts, I can't breathe. Stop it. And here's why. There is the power of life and death lies in your tongue. So if you telling the world you can't breathe, you're not gonna breathe. You're gonna die eventually. I changed it. I said I will breathe. 
and racism will suffocate because no more. You came from right up here. You see that brain right there? Let me say, I was watching with that today, and then I, I had I stopped traffic with that one. Somebody was like, "Oh, that's a good one," and he had a yeah. shirt on. I said, "Okay, then. Now you breathing? So what you walking around? I can't breathe. No, we we breathing. We gonna suffocate. We gonna suffocate discrimination. We gonna suffocate injustice. That gotta go. Enough is enough. Okay. Yeah. From Mama's voice, from my mouth to God's ears." Hallelujah. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yes. 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 So, okay. So we have a question in the chat box. It says, how should someone respond if they're arrested by a hostile police? That is an excellent question. And I'll give you a true story to answer that question as well. First of all, that goes to R. And that's a good segue, Angie, for... The trap cards. These are your basic constitutional rights when you get pulled over by the cops. The criminal justice system is set up to trap the bad guys. But if you do not know your legal rights, guess what? You are going to fall into that trap. These are your legal rights and they are simple. T-R-A-P-S traps so to answer your question that is the r in traps be respectful whether you are or you are wrong you are taught this from an early age people usually mm -hmm. respect to give respect no 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 no. it doesn't have to be reciprocal okay it's right have that respect given to you first you I, I tell my clients all the time as a criminal defense attorney the side of the road is not the place to prove your manhood I don't care if you are called the N-word. I don't care if you are called the B-word. You be It's not even what you're called. It's what you answer to. Can I get an amen? Girl, amen. <laughs> All right. Well, let me go back. But that's a great question. I was speaking to a former police officer. He's running for sheriff in um, Florida. You know what he told me? He said that when officers want to provoke a situation, they know how to provoke a potential defendant. If they want to make an arrest, they know how to provoke you. You have the power. Do not give up that power. That is the job of an attorney to fight for you. I love cross-examining officers. All right. your client got to tell me is, oh, by the way, Miss Early, this officer disrespected me on the side of the road, too. Oh, oh, oh what? That's my job. Because you see, now right. power. Because the jury is right here. The judge is right there, and you are right there. You better answer my question, because if not, I'm going to grill you back on it. So now I'm going to beat you up with the law, because you beat up my client. That's my job. It's not your job, because that officer can't pull his gun out and shoot me in the middle of the court, but he can do that on the side of the road, and he can say that you he was in fear of his life and that you reached for his gun, and a dead man can't talk. So to answer your question, how can you um, defuse a hostile situation? Be respectful. R. That's what R stands for. Be respectful. Okay. All right. right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Another one. Do they have to tell you why they pulled you over? Technically, no. They should. But you show me cops. What are we marching for? We marching for an ethical cops that don't follow the law, who think they're above the law. So. Mm -hmm. When I found out through my experience that when you ask an officer, officer, why are you arresting me? 
they see that as you being hostile if it's a bad officer. Should they? They're supposed to. They're right. Supposed and technically, they're not even supposed to order you out of your car for a simple traffic stop. But do I get out? Yeah. I've been pulled over by cops, but sometimes i got to take off my lawyer hat and put on my civilian hat. Because when I see a cop, I'm thinking I'm in court. Let's go. Yeah, what you pulled me over for? Can you go down your window? Why do I? Because, see, I know the law. But then i got to remember, wait a minute, Casey. Yeah, you're not in court now. You know, that's right. you were being hostile. So right. I thing back on in. So to answer your question, do they have to tell you they should because they're not above the law? And in fact, I'm sorry, they can't even arrest you until they have probable cause. And before probable cause is reasonable suspicion. And before reasonable suspicion, they have to witness it with their own eyes. So they got to go through a lot of levels to arrest you. So they can't even, but you know what? Always ask. You know why? If they do not tell you, you tell your lawyer. Because if they don't tell you why you were arrested, right then and there, then maybe they're trying to think of something else. And that's something that, that's our job again, to say, well, officer, my client was simply asking why she was arrested. You, you, she was entitled to know that, correct? Well, yeah. Mm. Tell her, well, no. See, now the jury's going to think, well, wait a minute, officer. Well, you didn't tell her. You didn't do your job. Come right. on. We cannot be afraid to, well, first of all, it goes back to education. It goes back to knowing your rights. These are your trap cards. These are your rights. So if you don't know your rights and you sitting there saying, well, officer, I know my rights. Guess what? You don't know your rights. You like, right. don't tell an officer you know your rights. Utilize them. Right, right. So, Utilize them. Just say, I know my rights. Right. People say they know their rights. Okay, that's like me saying I know I'm black. Okay. And utilize what you got. You, we got power. That's what I said. You know God, but you don't pray. Utilize it. Utilize right. it. Okay. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No problem. So, what if in the middle of them pulling you over, they become hostile and you you're not? How do you handle that situation? That is an excellent question. Here's the thing. Every person needs. If an officer ever disrespects you and he's in uniform. You better be the first one to file what's called an IA report, um, internal affair report. Here's the importance about that. If you Google Derek Chauvin's, uh, whatever his his name is pronounced, uh, George Floyd murderer. I know you're mm-hmm. innocent, guilty, but that's going to be a hard one to crack. Um, <laughs> he had... And I wouldn't even represent him. You couldn't pay me enough, okay? Um, he had 17 com- prior complaints. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell you? I'm going to show you how that works. Officer John Doe pulls um, uh, Angie over, right? And he disrespects Angie. Even if he ended up letting her go, no ticket, he disrespected her. Angie goes downtown and, and files an internal affairs report against him and said, you know what? He disrespected me. Or, you know, he was just rude to me. And I felt that he was unprofessional. They'll file a report. They may not do anything. He may not even be disciplined. But let me tell you how that works against him in court. Now, let's say two years later, he arrests someone else. And I represent that person. And I got Officer John Doe on the stand. And I say, Officer, has there ever been an internal affair report uh, written against you? He only has to say yes or no. But here's the thing. Guess what the jury thinking? The jury don't doesn't know that it was just a simple complaint. The jury is now thinking, wait a minute. If this officer had an IA report, this is a bad seed. Right. In favor of my client. So we got right. reports. If an officer looks at you wrong, 
and he's like, <laughs> so how do you so how do you go about um doing that? Because I think that a lot of times we say, Oh, we want I want I'm gonna file a complaint, but then we don't know how to. Okay, so how do you do that? Let me tell you something. This is what I tell my kids. In the age of Google, there is no excuse. You hear me? That's true. That's if true. I want to know how to do my nails, what I do, go to YouTube or Google. How do I file an IA report against the officer? You, your first, this ain't back in the day where you had encyclopedia and only the wealthy, wealthy people had it. We have cell phones and we have Google. You found the best way to do it is go to the police department of that sheriff. So if he arrested you in Prince George's County, or even if he pulled you over and you know good and well your back tail light wasn't on and you believe in the back of your head this was racial profiling, file that report. Because if you file and you file and you file, now you now that person has 10 against him. So I can then say, well, officer, how many IA reports have you had in the last five years? 17. I'm sorry, officer. What was that? 17. Wow. You see how that works? Yeah. <laughs> How to help us police the police. Right, because, right. Let me tell you something. It's, it's more than a few bad apples. It's yeah. um, deep-seated racist in the police department who mm -hmm. has, uh, the police have so much power, not the spirit of Lord power, but they have power to be the judge, to be the jury, and to be the executioner. The police are the only people that can shoot you dead in the middle of the street and not be apprehended or arrested right right away. Right. They have immunity. Okay. So they're clothed with that protection or presumption of innocence. But number two is the power. But with power, in the bright words of Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. And if you use that power, Shame on you. So it's our turn to police the police. So right. IA reports, I'm telling you, if they breathe on you, if they are in that uniform, they have a higher standard. They're not above the law, but they have a right. Okay. So yeah, we, let's police the police. All right. I love it. I love it. IA reports. Go to your... Um, police department local local to police department and do that and if you don't remember google it <laughs> youtube yes, google my favorite i have a question from I, I have a few so sorry guys if i'm not getting to all of them because they just keep popping up but i i have one from um a question it says if you were arrested and the officer said something in the report that wasn't true and they didn't verify it either. Can you later sue the police department for falsifying an allegation? So you know how these typically happen with domestic violence cases. You know how the girlfriend get mad at the boyfriend, right? Boyfriend ain't do nothing, but girlfriend could call the cops and cry. Who get arrested? Please tell me. Girlfriend or boyfriend get arrested, the girlfriend call. Boyfriend. Yeah, so we know the majority men get arrested. That's why I love representing men. <laughs> And I know the mind of a woman, okay? So I love representing them lying female, uh, uh, lying men. Well, I love representing the men against the lying female. So here's the thing. First of all, a police report is inadmissible in court. It's considered hearsay evidence. Because think about it. When a police officer comes, he's coming after the fact, right? So he didn't witness anything. So right. If whatever he puts in his report is not true anyway, and it's considered hearsay, because hearsay means he heard someone else said, and then he took those words and put it in his report. 
So wow. the report never comes in in a criminal trial unless you have a lawyer that doesn't know what they're doing and then the police report comes in. But based on his, his lack of investigation or his sloppy investigation and you have to hire an attorney and then you end up being found not guilty, can you later sue? Yeah, you can, but mm, 10 times out of 10, you ain't getting no money. Why do I say that? Well, if cops are out here killing black men and we can't even get justice for death, then how do you think you're going to get justice for, let's say, what's that called, defamation? So I, what mm -hmm. I say is don't bother wasting your money suing because they did something wrong on their police report because you're going to lose in the end because you have to prove intent that this officer intentionally intentionally lied versus conducting an investigation to put down what he thought was correct. Um, but if you feel like he did something egregious, again, it goes back to filing your IA reports, but just move forward. And, but I wouldn't waste my time soon. That is not, it's not, it doesn't air on the line of a civil rights violation. And um, yeah, so I wouldn't waste my time. Okay. You have any other good one? But what I can do briefly, because I know I, I I talked about the what is that the R. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the others real brief. So again, traps of the legal system. The criminal justice system is supposed to trap the bad guys, right? To protect right. From the bad guys. But lately, it's been trapping a bunch of black men, and it's been trapping them younger and younger. You know why? Because that billion dollar prison system needs young help. They need young bodies because of the men that's in jail right now, they aging out, okay? So we about wow. to defund that billion dollar industry. That's what we about to do. So T stands for don't get tricked. Officers will legally lie to you. I always use that song. I don't know, you might be young, Shauna, but you know, that energy, don't believe the hype. Don't, don't, yes. don't believe the hype. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I always say, don't believe anything that comes out of an officer's mouth. I verify everything. I verify everything when he's testifying in court. I don't care if he put his hand up to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Because when you associate with, with a bunch of unethical officers, guess what? what? What mama used to tell you growing up? Show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Wow. Show me your partners in crime and I'll tell you what type of officer you are. Okay. All right. right. Well, don't believe anything an officer says. He will trick you. He will lie to you and ultimately arrest you. R stands for be respectful. Don't have an attitude. We talked about that earlier. A stands for you have a right, you, the right to a free attorney. That free attorney is a public defender. I used to be one. There's some great ones out there and shame on all of you bad ones that are taking plea deals. Shame on you. Yes, I that was a question. Yeah. But you have a right to a free attorney or a private attorney. P, never give an officer permission to search your house car belongings. So if you get pulled over and he gives you your ticket, officer, am I free to leave? Yes, you are. But before you leave, can I search your vehicle? No, you may not. I do not consent to this search. And S, okay. silence is golden. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say or do can be used against you in the court of law. Knowing your rights, do you want to speak to me? Yeah. No. That's your Miranda rights. You don't have to speak to a cop. So you say, I wish to remain silent. And by the way, officer, if you want to speak to me, let me call my attorney. You got to call your attorney. Right. <laughs> what do you say? You call, you call you your know mama. What? You can call mama. Let me tell you something. I tell right. my son, he started driving. 
I said, son, let me tell you, I'm only telling you once, if an officer ever pull you over, I said, don't you dare stop if it's deserted. You keep driving, but you drive, as long as you don't drive above the speed limit, they can't charge you with fleeing and eluding. You know why? Because you ain't fleeing. Right, right. Below the speed limit. I said, we're in a well-lit, crowded area. I don't care if you got to drive 52 miles. Let him tell you. You put your lights on and you call me or you go Facebook Live, Instagram. You go somebody live. We got to utilize every channel because we have to act as if that officer who is pulling us over is a racist cop. Until we eradicate what's going on. But he already know. My son already know since elementary school. He had a fight one day. I know I'm segueing, but this is important. He had a fight one day in school and they took him to the principal office to write a statement. And I, I warned him before, don't you ever give no statement without your mother pre- present. His statement was, I wish to speak to a lawyer. Please call my mom. Mm. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I wish to speak to my lawyer. Hold on. I'm calling her. She's in Florida. Well, she, yeah. well, yeah. she might but listen, listen, even if you don't have a lawyer, mm. always, um, have a key, have someone, an emergency contact. When you get pulled over, if, a, if an officer could trick you, you can trick that officer. We have to use wisdom. Okay? Yeah. yeah. If officer, if, give me a moment. Let me call my lawyer. You can call your mama. Mama, call my lawyer. You don't right. Know right. You know what? I won't give you tickets. Just have a good day. Say, yeah, yeah, because he know he didn't have a dumb fish. Right. <laughs> right. God doesn't give you the spirit of fear. Amen. Love and a sound mind. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a lawyer. I'm saying this because when I realize the power that I have when it comes to the law, you don't have to be a lawyer. You just got to know your rights. Right, right. The purpose of today is knowing your rights. And yeah, that's going to be different. Now, when you start driving, you won't feel like you got the power. I got pulled over, no problem. Mm-hmm. I'm going. <laughs> you put your hands on and you slow it on down. You look in there, hold on, officer. Mm-hmm. I don't play them officer. I take right. them off. Yeah, don't I, I do yeah, don't ever ever pull over when you're on a deserted place. Mm-hmm. We, we don't do it happen. Yeah. Okay. So we have um one question. What if I say you can't search my vehicle and they get hostile and won't let me go? Oh, that devil is a lie. I'll tell you what, you don't say don't search it, you utilize that's why you go back to traps. I'm teaching y'all before y'all end, y'all gonna know. You say, I do not consent. Use consent. Consent is a legal terminology. So like you tell the officer, officer, I do not consent to the search. Remember, secretly record. Don't be, don't tell the officer, oh, officer, by the way, I'm recording you. Don't, here's why. Say like you say, officer, I don't consent to the search. And the officer eventually searches your vehicle and you had somebody riding your vehicle and they left, let's say, a little bit of weed, right? Let's say he arrests you for the weed. And he didn't smell it because in Florida, if he smelled it, he has the right to search your vehicle. But let's say he never said he smelled weed, but he ended up finding the weed. He recorded him saying, Officer, I don't consent to the search. That means he searched you without a warrant. That means me, a will file a motion to suppress the evidence. That means the evidence 
no evidence, no case, and that's how you win. Thank you. <laughs> okay, listen. I need. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I need, I, I need you here. I need you here. I needed you for something. We okay. fighters. That's all. That's all. Let me tell you something about the law. When the Lord showed me the formula of the law and how to fight it, it's like that's my addiction. You understand what I'm saying? Thank God it's a healthy addiction. But when I realized the power of the law and how I can apply that to my client's case and to get my client's case dismissed. And now my client can go about having a productive life mm -hmm. each and every time. The, the feeling I get, you can't even uh, replace it with money. When I hear the jury say, we, the jury, find the defendant not guilty, it, it's, it's a feeling that I can't even describe. I, that's why I'm like, yeah, I would love to be judged one day as soon as President, you heard it here first. All right. Okay. okay. But I'm, I'm really loving what I'm doing right now. And it, it truly is a passion. And just being here speaking to you all about rights. I know I make light of it, but the, the fact of the matter is this we are outnumbered in society pretty much in everything, but huh, not anymore. We're rising up and we're rising up in numbers. And you have to recognize, you have to recognize that we are fearless, that we are smart, that we are presumed competent. We will be presumed competent, but we, we have so much power within us, starting with our foundation, with me, the spirit of the Lord and his wisdom, his infinite wisdom. And I'm just, I, all I want to do is just have a heart for worship and a heart to teach people their legal rights. Because by far, too many of us are being trapped in this criminal justice system and it's just funding this billion dollar system, which is called prison modern day slavery all over again. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. I know, we don't need the question. The last question, she already answered it. Oh, she answered the she question. It. <laughs> uh -uh. Yeah. So, well, where can the people find you? Ah, okay, all you have to do is Google my name, Kaysia Early, right? K-A-Y-S-I-A. -S um, I'm also on Instagram, early law firm, E-A-R-L-E-Y, not early in the morning, throw my extra E up in there, okay? <laughs> I'll put in 16 years, throw my extra E up in there. So it's E-A-R-L-E-Y, <laughs> early law firm, but I also started my other uh, Instagram page, my first and last name. That one, um, I'm kind of glad that I'm the owner of my law firm because I've always, I always said I'm a Christian first and attorney second, but I also know I have to kind of keep it separate. So my law firm page, I want to keep that more uh, telling about the law, but it's still me on there as well. And then my personal page is where I, I try to put more inspirational stuff um, just to keep everybody motivated because especially now during these times, not only are we dealing with a pandemic, I lost an uncle from um, COVID-19 last month unexpectedly he went in the hospital for one thing and then ended up passing but we're also dealing with police police brutality and then coupled on top of that now we're dealing with officially we've been in recession for about a day now right so we're dealing with so much but one thing people have to understand i can talk to you till i'm blue in the face about the law i can talk to you i can protest until my feet have blisters but none of that will matter if coming home from doing good work in the world you don't have a relationship with Christ. So Amen. 
here, not by chance, because I know what the Lord did for me. And I thank God that he spoke to me when I was in solitary confinement 15 years ago. And there's times that I have to pinch myself literally when I realize I really do have an ESQ behind my name. Like, I don't take that seriously. You know, I really, I feel like God has blessed me with the opportunity to represent someone. I'm a doctor of the law. Your life is in my hands for those few days that we're in jury trial. Like, you're trusting that I went home to study. Like, how do you know that I'm not partying? Like, you trusted me with your freedom. And I don't take that lightly at all. So I'm honored even have these platforms to speak about injustice and to speak about all that. But none of that matters if you don't have a relationship with Christ. I'll tell you that Amen. right now. And I say that, I don't know if you know part of my testimony. I grew up in a single family household in the inner city in Florida. I could barely uh, write. I could always read, but I never knew how to write a sentence. I would um, plagiarize just to get by. I never knew how uh, subject verb, agree. I never knew any of that. So for me to even go to college, that was a lot. And then when I found out law school, you had to write, right? I was like, I don't know if I passed this bar. So when I tell you it's nothing but God, you can't right. tell me otherwise. You can't tell me otherwise. So mm. I, I'm, I'm truly honored that you all have this platform to share with um, everyone here. Hey, y'all, what's up? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be waving. Make sure you guys um ask questions. I got a lot of waves and hey's and hey, what's up? Y'all better ask questions. I'm not charging for this. Okay. If you got a question, now is the time. Don't call me and say hey by the oh now the questions want to come in. Okay, all right. Go ahead. I I'll let you I'll, I'll let you call it. No, you go ahead. Okay. Okay. Someone said, if if an officer smells marijuana, can he search your vehicle? Can he order you out of the vehicle to search your car? And that answer, again, disclaimer, I am licensed and barred uh, to practice law in the state of Florida. So this would apply in Florida. Now, in Florida, if an officer approaches your vehicle for speeding and he says he smells marijuana, he can search even if you say, officer, I do not consent to the search. But here's the problem with that law, which is why we need to we need to change the laws. How do we know the officer smelled marijuana? How? We don't know, right? right. We got to take the officer word for it. How do we know this is not a crooked lawyer? What if the lawyer is, I mean, what if the uh, officer is mad at me because I just cross-examined him on the stand, right? And tore his butt up, caught him in a lie, right? What if he runs my name and then follows me home one day from court and comes to my vehicle and say, I smell marijuana and he puts the marijuana in my car just to get me arrested. I don't like that because I don't trust right. the officer, but you can do that if you want to. Okay. But right. Technically they can search your vehicle um, without a warrant. If they say they smell it. And I don't like that law because what if they don't smell it? What if they drop it in there? Cause you was bad mouthing them or just being belligerent. So yeah, right. sir can search your vehicle. And what I also said to people is, you are who your friends are. So if you riding with someone and their vehicle reeks of marijuana, you better Uber. Because you two can't get arrested because who's to say it's the driver's weed and he on probation and he ain't trying to get locked up. He's going to be like, oh, it's her weed. And the officer may say, well, since both of y'all not claiming the weed, I'm locking both of y'all up. That's an expensive ride. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now, first, 
do a smell check. And if, it, if you get a contact high, you better walk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to save somebody. I'm trying to save somebody. Okay. Right. Y'all better listen. Yeah. Uh -uh. All right. So I, if you had, if you had, you have another question because we'll do one more question. We are way over our time. I know. I know. No. No more questions for now because then I have to scroll through all of that. But it's it, no, no more. <laughs> <laughs> no more. No Just more. It, no more. If I take another question, I'm have to send a bill. <laughs> no, but you know that we always enjoy having you here. We truly, truly appreciate you taking the time out um, in your day and to come and share. Um, you have really uh, dropped some nuggets of wisdom for all of us. Um, and I know that uh, although Renee is not here physically, he has been on. Um, and she is uh, she's over there cheering you on. Um, she appreciates you as well. And yeah, so uh, do I. And so does Shauna, my girl. <laughs> appreciate you. Yeah. You know, we yeah. always have a good time with you. It we could have went on for days. Hours. Definitely um reconnect. What I'll what I'll say to your listeners and my listeners as well, send in your questions and we'll do a follow-up, maybe a part three, where we'll have okay. questions already um printed out. And we can discuss further, but I, I just want to leave everyone with this. We have to pray. Don't take prayer lightly. Don't sound like those people who say my vote doesn't count. My prayer. Does. Don't do that because we, there's power in prayer. And we have to believe by faith that everything's going to turn around. But we also have to believe that all things work together for the good to those that love God and who are called according to his purpose. But I think yeah. um, for those of you who would like me to mail you a free trap card, make sure you DM me. Now I'm not used to Facebook Messenger, so I'm sorry. But if you are on Instagram, um, you can, you can um, DM me your address or email address. I can email it to you. Or if you Google um, early law firm, you can email my law firm and we will email you a copy and you can share it with everyone you know. With that being said, I thank you all. God bless you. Stay safe. Avoid the traps and arrive alive. Peace. Oh, yes. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>